Hey, everyone, and welcome to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I'm a psychologist, a sex and intimacy coach, and an accredited advanced GSRD therapist. And I have spent the last 30 plus years helping people to create and maintain meaningful relationships with lots of sizzling sex and without shame. We are working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. And today the letter is B, and B is for bucket list. Today we're going to talk about sexual bucket lists and relationship bucket lists, uh, why they're important and how you might create yours and what are the things you need to know in order to create one in the first place. Joining me is my husband, TJ Scott. Um just because I wanted somebody to have a conversation with, and he volunteered, and it's certainly a topic we can discuss. Um, but I thought it would be more fun to discuss than to actually just listen to me talk about it. And we'll be picking up questions through the show as well. So if you have questions, you know that you can phone them in, or you can email Beth at drlauribethbisbee.com, and I will pick the questions up during the show and answer them. They do not need to be related to the topic. We'll answer them regardless. Okay, so let's get this started. So um, for me, I came up with this concept like, oh, my God, in 2008 that um, not only would I want to have a regular bucket list, I wanted to have a sexual bucket list as well. And I wanted to make sure that um, all the things that I fantasized that I actually wanted to try, and not everything you fantasize is something you're going to want to try, remember. Um, And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But all the things that I fantasized that I actually wanted to try were things that I was going to get to do um, at some point in my life. Um, so, TJ, did you have a bucket list? Do you, have, do you ever start a bucket list for sex? God, I have had a sexual bucket list since puberty hit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't have one then. I was just kind of doing my thing and didn't really think about it. So you've had one since puberty hit. What did it look like? Oh, let's see. Well... Back then, there were there were quite a few celebrities that I was I was hoping to have run-ins with. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. A few members of clergy that I thought were rather hot, <laughs> and uh, well, actually, some of them that I've ma- actually managed to do. I've been to to a couple of the sex museums, so I'm getting mm-hmm. there. I'm getting there. So you're actually, you're actually doing things on your bucket list. Damn right. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have one when I was younger because I, I guess I thought I would live forever, you know. And um, like everyone who is young thinks they're going to live forever. They don't really think about, you know, time running out and things like that. You set goals, but bucket lists are about things you want to do before you die. So it means you've already thought about the possibility of dying. Um now, mind you, when I first came up with mine, the term bucket list wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These were just things that I was hoping to get to do before I kicked the bucket. And yeah, but you... Somebody, and then somebody told me, that's called a bucket list. That was back in the 70s. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's something that, you know, um, you have to think about the fact that that you might die in order to, to, to set this task. I think, I think that's, that's something when you're really thinking about it, because that's what helps you whittle it down. And so one of the things I wanted to highlight is the fact that a bucket list is not a catch all category. It's not, we're just going to throw everything in there and say, Oh, I want to do all the things. I mean, that might be what you say. That might be your bucket list. You want to do all the things. Um, you, you don't, if you know anything about goals, you know, that, that, Saying I want to do all the things is probably not going to get you what you want. Yeah, uh, more, more like the major things, you know. You know, but the major, <laughs> the major things. But even that, it's not, it's not specific enough. Like the thing about having a bucket list is actually being really specific about what it is you want to do, and then doing your um, your plans 
making your SMART goals so you actually get there to do what you want to do. It's got a use, right? It, there's a value to doing it. Yeah. Well, well, at 12 years old, you know, wanting, wanting to run into Sophia Loren and have her take me home was a goal. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't a very likely one, was it? Um, I was living in Germany at the time. Italy was not that far away. <laughs> but Italy was still it, far enough away. I mean, yes, you were 12. But, but to a 12-year-old who had friends who got around by hitchhiking during, during the, the summer seasons, being in Italy and having that happen, it was a possibility. <laughs> You're an optimist then. Damn right. <laughs> You're a real optimist. So, yeah, no, it was definitely something that I didn't start thinking about until I was older, until I recognized that I had a limited amount of time left to do things. Um, and then, you know, then it, it became something that I thought about. Um, so the first step in making a bucket list, I guess, is knowing what, what, what you desire. Definitely. Kind of hard to create a bucket list if you don't know what you desire. Yeah. And actually, when I work with people, it, that's often the place we need to start. Desires are very amorphous, you know. I like this category of things. Sometimes they don't even know that. Sometimes people don't even know that. They can't even say, I like this category of things. For example, somebody might say, well, I like BDSM. And I'll say, well, what do you like in BDSM? And they'll be like, I don't know. Well, well that, that's where the, the, the maturing list comes in, into play. Because if you don't know what it is you, as you said, what, what it is you really want, how can you, how can you really base your list on reality? Well, and but the thing is, you say it's a fantasy. Yeah, but you see, you say it, it. You say maturing as though it happens on its own, as oh, though people people mature and they figure out what they like, um, and 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 some people do, but but a lot of people don't figure it out unless they do something to figure it out. Exactly, but that's to me that's like maturity. Maturity doesn't just happen on its own. We know lots of people for whom maturity has not hit and they're in their fifties. <laughs> truth. Truth. Um, yeah, no, I mean, the, I mean, these are things you need to work at. So when it comes down to trying to figure out what to put on a bucket list, step number one is what do you like? But you said something uh, uh, you said there, the difference between fantasy and reality. And actually fantasy is a good place to start. But I, when I was saying this to somebody the other day, there are some things that don't come out as good in reality as they are in fantasy. True enough. Right? I mean, there are some fantasies that work really well. And there are other, and it's different. For, I need mean, to be clear that it, it's different for every person, this part of it. But there are others that don't work very well. I mean, you know, fantasizing about um, somebody who is, um, uh, you know, a super movie star or, you know, A-list actor. It, it's a great fantasy, but the reality possibility on that is probably pretty low. Um, that's one that doesn't work terribly well because it's hard to implement. It's really hard to implement, right? There are other things that it's just because we change what the fantasy is. It's like when we talk about rape fantasies, rape fantasies, when you go through them um, with people where you're intending to have um, to, to enact them, um, they take an awful lot of negotiation and an awful lot of um, uh, clarity. And you need to know the person terribly well to make sure that this is going to be a positive experience. And anybody who's freaking out that I said rape fantasies, I've mentioned it on the show before, but it is actually like on the list of number two. Um, when women are interviewed about fantasy, that's like on the number, usually number two on the list. So, but the difference between a rape fantasy and an actual rape is, is that even when people say they want it to be realistic is you're choosing who you're doing this with, right? Like rape fantasies really look a lot more like, um, like romance novel caveman type things, right? Yeah. yeah it, they want the bodice ripper. Yes. Yeah, which is not the same thing at all. Um, 
And and those people who don't want that, there are some people who want something much more reality based, but that's even more negotiation and yeah. even more difficult to make sure that that happens. Um, so, you know, when that appears on a bucket list, I'm, I'm always wanting to know, well, how much work have you done around this area before, you know, what do you have in your mind? What is it that you think you're going to experience? Um, because I think that's pretty important when you're looking at it is, 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 is really being able to define what is the experience that I want. Um, and so it's, it's, it's a bit harder when you're doing a sexual bucket list than it is when you do something like, um, you know, I want to make sure I go to Japan, right? Yeah. That's, that's on my bucket list. Somebody might say to me, well, what do you want to see? And, and if it's been on your bucket list for a while, you probably have things you want to see. So it's the same thing with the sexual bucket list. If it, you should have things that you, the way that you want to do it you, should, it, you should have a scenario fleshed out. So that it's actually an achievable goal. We're a couple of minutes uh, from break. And so um, when we get back in the second part, we'll pick this up, um, talk more about it. I'm going to tell you about some of the most more interesting things that I've had people tell me that they want on their bucket lists. And we'll talk a bit about how to make your goals manifest because that's part of creating a bucket list. It's part of creating the template so you can manifest things. Um, and when we get back after some words from our sponsors. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. On Anti-Aging Unraveled, host Dr. Lori Gerber features guests related to the field of integrative medicine and more specifically what she calls deconstructed medicine. Many symptoms that we think of as common and related to the aging process don't have to be issues if you think outside the common treatment processes. You'll learn that integrative medical technology, new innovations, and natural health can combine to help you age gracefully. Anti-Aging Unraveled. Listen Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drloribethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the A to Z of Sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. And this week, we are doing B, and B is for Bucket List. And this is part two, and I am joined by Terrence Scott. And so, um, yes, before the break, we were talking about how you might put your bucket list together and the difference between fantasy and reality and and really trying to make it something that um, you can actually seek to achieve. You know, some people do a bucket list. It's not achievable. It's just like, uh, I hope to do these things one day, maybe. Well, that That's why I arranged my bucket list accordingly. Mine starts from the most achievable to the most improbable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and- I, I, I know it's not likely that I'll ever get those last ones, but they're there nonetheless, just in case the opportunity presents itself. It's really funny. I actually don't have anything 
I don't put anything on mine that I don't think is achievable. It's just a difference in the way I do it because it doesn't mean that I won't do something that isn't on the list. And that's the other part. This isn't like my menu that I'm working towards. And these are the only, these are the only choices I have. These are like the definite things I know I want to achieve before I go. But there, there is that other part to this. And part of this is, is um, and a lot of people don't think about sex like this and relationships like this, which is to be thinking about it as something that you can set goals around as something that you can um, think big about. It's, sometimes it's something that you even think about at all. You know, some people are appalled when you say, what's your sexual bucket list look like? Um, they think, you know, that they take a negative attitude towards it, like it's trivializing the sex and trivializing intimacy. And I, it definitely isn't. It's about if you've been fantasizing about something for years and you really want to try it. How are you going to try it? How are you going to get there? How are you going to manifest that? So you know if it's really something you like. Yeah. You know, if it's one of those fantasies that you do want to enact. So I had, um, have had uh, quite a few people come, you know, have, have um, group sex type scenarios on their bucket lists, right? You know, threesomes and, um, or going to a swing club or um, gangbangs, a popular one to have on your bucket list. Um just is, you know, because um, it's because it's not necessarily one that's presented itself easily in life. Um, I mean, we're older. And so, you know, kind of we were we were running the streets in the 70s and 80s. Um, and so some of the things on, on younger people's bucket lists that aren't as easy to come by today were quite easy to come by when we were <laughs> originally running the street. Some of the things that younger folk have on their bucket list, you kind of go. Okay. <laughs> and they kind of go, well, what? Eh, done that. What do you mean? Done that. Uh, did that years ago. Yeah, well, I mean, I, okay, so the atmosphere was quite different. You know, right. the, you know the, the atmosphere is quite different um, um, pre-HIV and AIDS, right? Things changed yeah. a lot then. Um, it doesn't mean that people still aren't doing all these things, but they did certainly change a lot at that point um yeah you could die definitely changed the whole dynamic yeah it did so you know i don't know so a, a lot of the times um the things that appear on people's bucket lists that i see recently are things to do with um sex in unusual environments or trying out certain activities like trying out bdsm um, you know, the people that I know that are into BDSM, it usually has to do with different kinds of implements or scenes. Yeah. So, so some of the favorite scenes are things like an abduction scene, for example. That's a very popular one on a bucket list for people who are into BDSM. Um, and why is it a popular one on a bucket list? Because it, because it could be really cool, um, obviously. Or why would you put it on a bucket list? You only put something you really think is going to be hella fun on a bucket list. But also because it's not that easy to organize True. for a lot of people. Like if you don't have a large community around you or you're not part of a big community where you've got a lot of people you trust, that kind of a scene is not easy to organize. Um, and so it ends up on a bucket list because it's not something you can readily go out and do next week. Yeah. Bucket list items are not usually things that you find easy to do. True enough. So – Rarely do I see somebody put on a bucket list, you know, get a blowjob or give a blowjob, right? Because those are things that are relatively easy to do. However, I have seen people put something like that on a bucket list when what they want to try is a same-sex experience, which is something they've never done before. Right. That'll end up on the bucket list there, particularly if they're shy about at, uh, connecting with people. And that's the other thing, you know, one of the nice things about doing this as a framework, and I do, I do a workshop with people to create this, and it starts with helping them figure out what they really want. It goes into looking at how you put together plans, you know, well, how, you know it's great, you're going to put it on the list, how are you going to get there? What are the things that you need to do? And, and for, for some things, you know, you don't really know the steps, so you got to go out and research. So it gives you a scheme to research. And um and then finishes with some stuff around manifesting. 
But for a lot of people, part of what gets in the way of doing these things is that they're too shy to go out and ask. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right? If you don't ask, you're unlikely to get. Yeah, I mean, you know, it. let's face it. There are things on, on my bucket list that, that require that, that I know people are of a like mind because I can't just walk up to somebody and go, excuse me, I'd like to have sex with you and light you on fire. Are you okay with that? <laughs> yeah, that might be problematic. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's a matter of, of planning and understanding understanding what is possible for you. But it's no fun if you're not reaching. Well, no. But let's say you have a fear of heights. Mm-hmm. Putting, putting, having sex, jumping out of a plane is probably not going to be on your bucket list. Well, I don't know. Jumping out of a plane and a fear of heights can go together. You can still have a fear of heights and jump out of a plane. Yeah, but... You I mean, in that third element and yeah, have sex. Yeah. No. I, um, I, look, having sex at, on while jumping out of a plane is not going to happen because equipment doesn't work right at that point. Just I, I've jumped out of a plane. I'm going to tell you, it yeah. is not something that is easy to. It's not. It would not be something easy to accomplish. If you were able to accomplish it, you'd have to be a really skilled um, uh, parachute. You'd have to be a really skilled jumper, right? I can say that because I know a number of people growing up for whom that was on their bucket list. Yeah. Not not just being in the airplane. You know, that... Out of the plane while having sex. Yeah, no, that might have been on my bucket list until I did a jump, right? And realized that the logistics were not going to work. Exactly. Right. So so that's part of it is actually doing the research to figure out with whether the logistics are actually going to work. So for any of you and your limitations. Right. And your limitations. And guys, listen, guys, if you're listening to this, whenever you listen to it, right, either right after it's released or sometime later, y'all know how to get in touch with me. If you've been successful at having sex while flying through the air, I'd be interested in knowing about that and how you managed to accomplish it. Hell, I want to know about that and, and, and hoping that you're still alive to tell everybody's still alive to tell the table tale. And I want to know how many broken bones there were too. Okay. That's just, I'm just interested. Um, but yeah, no. Okay. So that is definitely a good example because that's not something, first of all, the logistics are that are as far as I am aware are ridiculous. And um, also getting, I'm getting, getting to be able to do that would require a special situation because most of the time when you go up on the plane, you go up with other people. So you wouldn't, it wouldn't be easy to start there. So you'd have to have the plane to yourself. So there's a lot of logistics that would be problematic. Um, and you'd have to be a really good jumper or you, or you would just be guaranteeing your own death. So that's kind of yeah. how it is. Um, yeah. So that's a really good example of what, it, you know, what, what we mean when we say like, what are the logistics going to be like? Right. Um, you know, a lot of people do have on their sexual bucket list, sex in particular places. That sex outdoors is one. Churches. Yeah. Churches is another church. Uh, places of worship is a big one. Yeah. Churches, graveyards. I don't get the graveyards. I don't get the graveyards thing. I don't get the graveyards thing, but it's never been on my bucket list, but I have, again, that's, that's one I've heard a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the mystique of that, but. But um, as I always say, don't yuck somebody else's yum. Yeah. Right. Don't yuck my yum. If that's what turns you on, that's grand. You know, you're not hurting anybody. Go for it. Everybody consents. Go for it. Um, Of course, be careful where you choose because you could get arrested and that's not much fun either. Mm -hmm. Don't think that that's something that you want to do. But, you know, these days you can. I know growing up, the the whole Tarzan and Jane thing was a big thing. And even even if you 
you didn't go there purposely, you had to know that they were doing something up in that tree. So at some point in time, the what would that be like has got to have crossed people's mind. It, I can guarantee you it is on my bucket list. Oh, my. Okay. Well, you know, you may have to find another partner for that because the idea of having sex in a tree does not, not unless, oh, I know of a tree house that's like industrial size with a room and a bed. Cool. But otherwise, like on tree branches, no, 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 um, not my, not my um, thing. If you remember, Tarzan actually had a house. Right. So, okay, I know, I know a place where we can make that one happen. See? Okay, okay See? guys. There you go. <laughs> yep. I know a place where we can make that one happen. Listen, guys, uh, we are a couple minutes from break. And when we get back, we will pick up this discussion on sexual bucket lists. So you heard it first here. We've got one that we're going to make happen. Again, if you've got questions or comments, something you want to input, please phone in or email on Beth at drlauribethbisbee.com. So. Somebody's got to have questions. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, clinical trials, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice of America Health and Wellness. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey Alexa! Hey Google! Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlauribethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. And this week it is B is for bucket list. And I'm joined by the inimitable TJ Scott. So before the break, um, we actually figured out how to get one of his bucket list items sorted out. So let's move on from there. Um, Yeah. So we were talking about the fact that it's about, you know, part of it is definitely about knowing what's possible and also being resourceful. Um, and, and that's one of the areas people have difficulty with when it comes to sex. Like you get people who are like really resourceful when it comes to all sorts of other things, but when it comes to sex and relationships, they're stymied. They just don't have the confidence or, um, I don't know, or the range to think outside the box. I don't know. I know that um, because primal stuff is has been talked about so much, that's ending up on a lot of people's bucket lists recently. They want to try primal. So I'm like, well, what do you mean by that? You know, what's your definition of primal? Somebody growling at you? I I always find that 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 particular one funny because they say primal and 
I try to, to, to push them on, well, what animal are you talking about? And that's usually where they stop because they forget that primal isn't just one thing. I mean, are, are you talking primal as in, you know, like a canine or like a feline or are you talking like a dolphin or, I mean, what, what, what do you mean by primal? Well, and some people when they're talking about primal just mean, um, you know, going back to your own animal root as a human, going back to proto-human. I mean, just caveman. That's what they yeah. mean when they talk about primal. So other people use it to talk about biting and um, scratching and um, not speaking in words. Mm-hmm. I usually just call that rough sex. Yeah. Well, and I guess, I mean, it just depends on what you do. Like if you don't do rough sex as normal, then that, that may be primal for you. If, if that's not st- standard. I mean, I think, yeah, I guess, Primal stuff is just an extension of that. But that's a big one on bucket lists these days. Partly because of TikTok, because of all the people growling on TikTok. (laughs) Uh, Are you making a comment there? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying that that's what's going on. You know, it's just like, (laughs) just because people keep growling on TikTok. So lots of people are putting... Yeah, I want to try Primal on my bucket list. Don't have any idea what they want it to look like, but they want to try that on their bucket list. They know that it involves a growl. I remember that one of my ones on my bucket list was to, to, have, to do, have a zipless fuck again. Something I did early on. But to do that, that situation where you meet somebody, you make the decision to have sex with them, but you don't really know them. Mm-hmm. And it's no strings, no anything. It's just a one-off experience. And I thought about that after having, you know, had it on the bucket list for a while. And I thought about it. And you evolve, don't you? And so, like, these days, that doesn't really appeal. Well, having been a sailor, I've had more than a few of those. Yeah. Not a big deal. No, but, I mean, so did I when I was, when I was younger. But I wasn't old enough to... I wasn't, no, no, I wasn't old enough. I wasn't experienced enough to make use of it. Right. Right? I wasn't experienced enough to make use of it. Now I'm experienced enough to make use of it. But the things that I get into and would want to do, I need to know somebody. Since I don't do vanilla sex, I need to know somebody. That kind of requires knowing somebody. I mean, I have to know, you know, I have to know them for years, but I need to know them. I, I, it just requires knowing someone. Basically, the more moving parts, the more you want to know the intimacies about the, about the machine in question. Well, yeah, probably. Probably. So that one, you know, that one was on the bucket list and went off the bucket list. I've done a lot of things on my bucket list, to be fair. Oh, I'll tell you one that wasn't on my bucket list, but was on yours that we did. Which one was that? Waterboarding. Yes. Yeah. See, that was one that was on your bucket list. Well, it was not on my bucket list. Yeah. But I'm but, that way. <laughs> but, but we did it anyway. <laughs> okay. So for those of you listening, for those of you playing along at home, yes, waterboarding, like the torture technique, that kind of waterboarding. That's what we're talking about. Uh, from a receiver's point of view. Most unpleasant. <laughs> that's, that's a British understatement as to how I would talk about it. It was, it was actually a phenomenal experience. Um, it was um, made a great photo, made a fantastic photograph. Photographer who was taking the photo was very happy. Um, but no, it, it, was, um, it was exciting in as much as when you do something that challenges you that much, it, 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 there's a, there's a, a thrill to accomplishing it, right? To getting through it and accomplishing it. So from that point of view, it was a turn on, but actually, um, and act as, as the activity goes, I hated it. It was horrible. Um, it, it's just, it's just not, you, you can't breathe. <laughs> and, um, 
and it and that's scary and it's also an unpleasant feeling it's it's a horrible feeling on the other hand it was on your bucket list and it went well did it not it, it was hot yeah see but you know i'm wired that way yeah no i mean you know that's part part of our agreement so we did it definitely not one that i would ever do again if i could possibly help it wasn't much fun but it was fun for you and that's important and i then i get stuff out of it when it's fun for you as well so that's that that was but that was a bucket list item because that wasn't something you knew you were going to be able to achieve yes right that was something that was a little bit out there and 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 the opportunity had to present itself in a certain way or it wasn't ever going to happen yeah that was that was as i said that was down on the list of probable but probably not something that was going to happen yeah, it well, could, but probably not. But it yeah, did. But so, it did. But it did. But it did. I'm trying to think of other ones that have been done that 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 have that have happened that are done. Well, let's see. You have been lit on fire. Oh yes, I have. But that, again, that one actually wasn't on my bucket list. It wasn't on my bucket list, but I was at Desire, um, which is an annual event, um, and it is for um, uh, women and female presenting folk non and, um, and non-binary. Uh, um, and it, 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 it was an amazing, um, it's an amazing experience. Um, I highly recommend it. Uh, the, the reason I brought that up was, let me ask you a couple of questions. Hmm. Had you not talked to me about Fireplay before? Uh, no, we hadn't talked about it yet. Oh, yes, we had. We had talked about it, but we had not talked about doing it. All right. Well, we, I don't remember talking about it. What I remember is this. I remember that I was there and that it was something that was being done. And I thought the person who was doing it, I thought Julie was hot as shit. And I'd never done it before. And somebody agreed to tie my hair up because that was one of my big issues. And at the time, my hair was quite long. Um, I mean, I've got lots of hair now, but I, it's not as long. But it was quite long, and I was really worried about it. So somebody agreed to tie my hair up. And um, she was lighting people on fire, and they were jumping in the pool. I got so mesmerized by the fire, they had to push me in the pool. And I did have a couple of small burns because I did not jump because well, I was completely mesmerized. But... And it was a, it was a seriously hot experience. The reason I can say that is I can remember us being at an event and you watching fire play and turning to me and going, you know, that looks interesting, but I'd really have to trust somebody to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, and I mean, one of the things, one of the things that, you know, I mean, one of the things when we were in touch with each other, you know, sporadically over the years and, uh, and she said that, it, she was so amazed, so privileged that I trusted her to do it. And I did. I completely trusted her to do it. It was amazing. It was fucking amazing. Um, I have done a little bit since. Um, I did fire cupping with somebody. Um, it was in the middle of a scene, and the scene was really difficult. Um, so it wasn't so much fun. And I did that bit with you, and that I wasn't thrilled with. Um, so if I were going to do it again, there'd have to be some learning and some definite kind of clear guidelines around it. But it was one that, you know, that, that for a lot of people is on their bucket list. And it really wasn't on mine. It just happened to uh, the opportunity arose. And I suppose that's one of the reasons why for me, it's hard to create, a you know, it's, for me, my bucket list is really these days quite short. And it's because when an opportunity arises to try something in an environment that I feel safe in, I will try it. I do have the attitude, go ahead and jump off the fucking cliff. Because I know that, that, that situations may never come together that you have that opportunity again. So I trust my gut about it and I try it. Now, sometimes it doesn't go terribly well. I haven't had any huge um, unmitigated disasters in recent years. My, my unmitigated disasters were when I was younger, a lot younger. 
Um, in recent years, I haven't had any un- unmitigated disasters, but most probably because I communicate well, negotiate well, and play with people who love me and have my back and uh, trust my gut. So all of those things together mean that you're less likely to have unmitigated disasters. And we, believe it or not, are at our next and last break. So uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes after some words from our sponsors, and we'll you know, pick up this line and keep talking about um, bucket lists. And I'll give you a couple of tips on um, setting your first one up. And I look forward to being back after these words. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. There is a difference in health and wellness programs. There can be mainstream programs, and then there is something extra. That something extra is called tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper. If you want to hear some behind-the-scenes talk radio when it comes to health and wellness, the why as well as the how, be sure to tune in each week. This show will inspire you to be healthy and happy for life as well as become the best version of yourself. Listen Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. This is the A to Z of Sex, featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drloribethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of Sex. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the A to Z of Sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. And this week, it is B is for Bucket List. And this is the last segment. Um, And I am joined by TJ Scott. So uh, just before the break, we were talking about um, various fulfilling um, bucket list items. And I was saying that... um, you know, there isn't a lot left on my list because um, I tend to try and take opportunities as they come um, come up. And that is definitely one of the things that I encourage people to do. I encourage people to really center themselves where they are when they have opportunities and pay attention and take them when they come up. However, um, create your list in any event because you want to try and manifest these things. You also, if you know what's on your list, when you're partnering and you're meeting or you're meeting people to play with, you have things on your list that you can be considering them for and and you can actually interview the person in relation to the item. Right. It's definitely something to consider. Um, Having a supporting partner is a really nice thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's um, it's much easier. It's much easier um, when you have a supporting partner than when you don't. 
I think. I mean, a lot of people do this on their own, um, but I find it easier with a supporting partner. Well, when I say supporting partner, I'm not necessarily talking about somebody romantic, but somebody you trust to have your back. Yeah. I mean, yes, I I do think it's important to have somebody have your back. And so we would do, I mean, we'll do the two second safety. This is the two second version of the safety issues, right? Um, Usually things on bucket lists are things that you consider a bit more out of the ordinary, a bit riskier than things that you usually do. Don't forget to assess the risk that's attached to whatever you're doing. If you're going to go and do these with somebody who you don't know, do make sure that somebody knows where you are and what you're doing, particularly if the activities are things that are a little bit more um, dangerous than most. Don't be, you know, deciding that what you're going to do is go and, and um, jump out of an airplane and have sex, or um, maybe you're going to go and have somebody, you know, whip you for the first time and, and you don't know the person Um, you've met them online and they're inviting you to come to their space to do this. Not a good idea. Yeah. You don't want to be an oops. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's really important that you have your head screwed on straight in getting these met and let your people know that these are the things that you want to do. If you have a partner who's supporting, great. If you don't have a partner who's supporting a good friend, or two who, who are running mates who are willing to kind of go and help you achieve your goals and you help them achieve their goals, let them know. They'll look out for opportunities as well. And some people are horrified when I say that. I mean, like you're going to talk with people about this? Yes, absolutely. If you want to, you know, it's one of the ways to manifest is to let people know it, what it is you're looking for. Yeah. All of my really good friends know who and what I am. So, yeah, if they see something that they know that I'm into, I'll get a phone call or an email going, hey, that thing you were talking about, I know where that can happen. Yep. Well, and my people, you well, know. My, we kind of have the same people. So. We do. And they, and, they, um, and they know me well. They know me very well. But, yeah, I, I, I still say, you know, put, put your bucket list in order of, of feasibility and priorities. Well, and, and then, then do your research. You know, that's the other part of this. Do your research. So, it, you know, you want to experience um, fire play. Go and research what fire play is. Find out what's involved. Find out the different ways that fire play can be done. Find out the risks, find out the the perceived benefits, the reasons why it's considered to be fun, the environments you can do it in. If you can, go observe it and see how you feel about it when you observe it. You know, start considering people who could do this with you. Do you want your partner to learn how to um, how to do this with you? Where can you go and learn? Um, if you uh, just want to do it with somebody differently and not have your partner do it. With you, fine. How are you going to go about doing that, right? How are you going to go about doing that? Make sure you've considered these things before you jump in. And actually, the more time and attention you put in it, that's, that's energy towards manifesting it, right? Just writing it on the list and not looking at it again, it's not going to happen. But putting that time and attention into creating it, yeah, that is going to bring it into fruition. Yes. For, for you to manifest something, it has to be something that you put conscious thought towards. And energy, energy towards it. Yes. So, you know, the more that you learn about it. Now, sometimes when you learn a bunch of stuff about something, you end up saying, oh, I don't want to do that. Right. And that's fine. So you get that off the list and put something else on the list. I also advise people to kind of look at this in, a, in the round. Um, look, if you're married and monogamous, then your bucket list is going to be something that you're doing with this person, or you're going to be negotiating with this person a hall pass to do something with somebody else. So, it, I mean, it is important that you're looking at these things and you're considering them, you're talking about them. 
um, if you are not, if you are single or if you're in a relationship that's an open relationship or a non-monogamous relationship, start thinking about who in your network are the people that you could be doing this stuff with. And, and then keep your eyes open for people in the future. If you're in a monogamous relationship, you're going to have to have a conversation with your monogamous partner. Well, as you, as you have said multiple times, those are conversations that you should be having with your partner anyway about what your likes and dislikes are. Absolutely. And what you're hoping to, to find. So, um, okay. So for, um, for the next couple of weeks, um, you are, guys are getting some rerun content because I am going to be on the road. Um, I'm going to be on the road with my son who is uh, moving out for university this fall. So we're taking a road trip together. Um, I'll still be on social media. You'll see us posting on social media, but I'm going to rerun a couple of shows. Uh, so I will be back uh, for E. Um, and um, at the moment, it looks like E is going to be for erotic writing. And we're going to be talking about um, erotica and writing erotica and how you do that. And um, I may have a few guests on the show for that. I'm looking at, at, at uh, three different people at the moment. I may get all of them on. In the meantime... Please, if you're interested in more, you want to know what I'm doing, do head over to the website, drlaurybethbisbee.com, fill in the little form, um, and um, I think the freebie you get right now today is is on kissing, but um, it's changing to um, Terms and Conditions of Grown Folking, which is a an ebook on etiquette, play party etiquette, which should be a lot of fun, and um, keep safe. And if you like the show, review it, please. I know people like to be anonymous, but reviews do mean something. So please, please, please anonymously review the show. Let us know what you like and let us know what you want to hear coming up in the future. Are there guests you want to hear? Tell me. Are there uh, topics you want to hear about? Tell me. We'll cover them. Otherwise, you leave it to me to make the choice, right? And if I'm making the choice. This woman can this woman cannot answer your questions if you don't ask them. Thank you. There it is. You know, you need to ask in order to get the answers and I'm happy to answer them and I'm happy to talk about any topic. If I don't know the answers, I'll bring somebody in who does. So, have a grand time. I will see y'all when I get back from my road trip. Be safe. Have fun. <laughs> 